You're listening to Small Business Made Simple, a podcast for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Most of our interviews aren't with professional speakers and authors. The bulk of our interviews are with hardworking business owners that are out in the community building their businesses, leading their teams, and leaving a legacy. And they want to share what they've learned with you. My name is Sam Moss. I'm the owner of One Click Agency, a website design company for small businesses, and I'm also one of the co-hosts of this show. Our goal today is to help you stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Small Business Made Simple. Uh, today, I have with me Haley, and she's going to say her last name here in a second because I'm not even going to attempt it, but Haley is a founder of Gig Law um, in New York City, and she's going to be sharing with us about how you can improve the customer experience um, in your business. We've had a few people talk about it, but it's always good to get a fresh perspective and hear some new ideas because it's a great way to stand out um, for your business, your company, whatever you have going on. So Haley, um, thank you for being here, one. And second, why don't you give us your full name? Of course. Well, first off, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. My full name is Haley Levi-Ashvili, and uh, a lot of people have trouble with that last name, so it's <laughs> completely fine. I'm very used to it, but no, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to be chatting about uh, the customer experience and how important that is for any small business or just business in general. And uh, yeah, so just a little background on myself. I'm from New York, currently living in New York City. I grew up on Long Island, went to school out at USC in LA, and then I came back to New York, went to Fordham Law in New York City. And so I, lo- I love that little bi-coastal lifestyle. But uh, for now, I'm, I'm based in New York due to the pandemic. And yeah, I graduated law school in May 2020. But while I was in law school and during my second year, I kind of realized I was on one path towards entertainment in law, but there are so many different facets of the legal profession that I wanted to explore. So I set up a kind of a service-based business. Originally, it was just myself completing legal intern level assistance for small firms and businesses as well. And now once I graduated law school and the pandemic hit, I realized this is a perfect runway to launch the business to be able to provide the opportunity for both law students to be able to complete project-based work for firms and businesses and for firms and businesses to be able to receive that project-based assistance. And because it's virtual anyway, the pandemic really gave it that perfect, that perfect runway. But yeah, one thing that I found is that the most important element of growing your small business or just any business in general is the customer experience because if you don't have happy customers they're not going to return and then if you have bad reviews or just bad experiences in general that's your company's reputation so it'll be hard to get new customers so the customer experience is obviously uh, essential yeah uh you know your reputation is something that is extremely hard to repair and you really only have one once it's gone, I mean, you're really in trouble. So we're going to lay the groundwork and the foundation today. Um, Haley's going to share with us four points. So the first one you have here, Haley, is listen to your customers. Um, so what do you mean by that? And what are some ways that we can do that? Absolutely. So I think that getting constant feedback from your customers, not only about why they joined your took on your services or bought your product, but also what they like and dislike about it is so important because that is going to help you evaluate your company, adapt, evolve, and also be able to better market your services or your product to future customers. So the reason why I think listen to your customers is the number one thing to do is because when I originally was creating Gig Law, 
I had this vision that I was going to create into a platform where lawyers would be able to upload their assignments to portals and law students would be able to accept it. So we, Gig Law, would have, we would just be that middleman. We would have minimal interaction. And that's what, that was my vision. That's why, that's how I thought I would be able to create it into a nationwide company. However, once we started growing and once we started getting more and more customers and a lot of the sales points ended with me hopping on a call with the client. And because we're not tech-based right now we really are human based and we use project management tools on the back end but that's why these customers these new clients were signing on with us so i speak to the clients after they sign on i say hey why did you join us what what about the company what about the product or the service did you like and a lot of them told me they love that human interaction they love that they have direct contact with me or they have direct contact with one of our account managers or the students themselves so they love that human element and they one customer in particular said i love that i'm not uploading something into the abyss i'm not uploading into a portal and i have no idea who's completing it i love that i know who i'm sending it to <laughs> so that completely debunked my entire theory and i was going to invest like a lot of money some equity into building out the portal and i thought that was my golden ticket that's what was going to make this pop but when i started listening to the customers and i started hearing no they love it because they love that human interaction that completely shifted my whole focus of the company into okay how can i grow this how can i scale this but maintain that human element so if i didn't hear that from the customers i would have kind of gone on this one path that maybe would have failed. And obviously failure is essential in order to learn, but you can kind of avoid a major pitfall by listening to the customer. Mm -hmm. No, that's so cool. I love how you have the example there. And the thing is, we can always listen to customers because mm -hmm. a, a lot of them are going to spurt off. But the right. key thing that you listen to, and I think that we can apply to our businesses is they had an issue and they were uncomfortable with sending it into the abyss, into this portal, right. but they love the personal connection. They didn't come to you and say, Haley, um, you know, I hope you don't build a portal. They were right, just right. explaining what they liked. And that's what you mean by listening and really gleaning from them. Um, we had an example. I was, I was working with a client the other day and I've been really working hard on trying to figure out how to word a certain service that we do mm -hmm. and describe it. And, she explained it as guidance um, for website. We do websites, right? Okay. And I was like, oh, I had never thought about it like that. She just wanted guidance on how to implement right. something. So now I can use her words because I was listening to you know what she said and mm -hmm. um, integrate it right into our marketing. So I think that's ex a great point you bring up there. Um, awesome. the, second, the second point you have here is don't make assumptions about what your customers want. And I think that mm -hmm. goes right back into what you were saying, right? Exactly. 100%. So this is directly from the anecdote I just said. When I was first building out this idea and I was planning how am I going to launch, I was making assumptions about what my clientele wanted, about thinking that, okay, they wanted just an easy portal for them to upload assignments. However, when you're dealing with a service-based business or even just a higher priced product, there is going, that's, that's unrealistic almost to a point. Let's say it's just like a $15 proofreading assignment. Okay. Maybe something's somebody's more comfortable with just uploading it to a portal. But when you're getting to the higher numbers, the hundreds or the thousands of dollars that these customers are going to be spending, you can't just assume this is what they want. So that's where I found that was really important. And also on the law student end, you know, my original assumption was, okay, they're just going to want to receive work, get that experience. And then 
once I started actually working with the law students, I realized they don't want to just want the experience, but they want to make connections with the lawyers. And they also want to get feedback on the work that they've completed because as law students, you're learning and you're growing. So I think this, um, this second point really goes to as you grow and as you learn more about what you're actually offering, you realize what you thought in the beginning might have been wrong. So mm -hmm. in order to prevent that in the beginning, you can say, okay, maybe this is what they want, X, Y, and Z, but it could also be A, B, C, and then grow, you know, trial and error, figure out what you, figure everything out by actually attempting to achieve something and then you learn. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, we could have the, in our opinion, the best yeah. service in the world. We could have the best product Absolutely. in the world, but if the customer doesn't want it and it's not something that they need or a pain yeah. point that we need to solve, then it's totally pointless. So that's why it's so exactly. important um, to really understand what they're saying. Right. Absolutely. And another experience I had was with, I was talking to a founder of a different company and we were both trying to figure out what the pain point was for his product. So it's like we had a solution for a problem that we weren't sure existed. Mm -hmm. So, you know, don't make this assumption that people might want to use it. It's a lot of trial and error and it's a lot of testing, but I think not making any assumptions is really, uh, it's really key. Here at OneClick, we know that at the end of the day, you just want to be a successful business owner. And in order to do that, you need a website that looks amazing and gets results. The problem is you don't know where to start when it comes to building a website, which makes you feel overwhelmed every time you try to begin the process on your own. We believe you should never feel overwhelmed about building a website. We understand what it feels like not knowing where to start, which is why we can handle the work for you. Here's how it works. Step one, visit oneclickagency.com to get a quote. Step two, let us build you a professional website. And step three, your business will stand out online without you lifting a finger. Visit oneclickagency.com today so you can stop feeling overwhelmed about your website and instead get a professional to build one that stands out from your competition and gets you results. The third point you have here is build relationships. Um, don't just try to make the sale. I think that's mm -hmm. another great way to make the customer experience enjoyable. No one likes a salesperson. <laughs> um, how do we do that and grow our business at the same time? Because obviously we need to make some right. money. Oh, of course. See, what I found with this is that, and this is especially on LinkedIn. This is something on LinkedIn. When I first started using it, I was just sending out messages and also doing cold outreach and cold emails. Uh, yeah, just via email. And I realized people don't really just want to get spammed and get this, hey, try out my product. If you first reach out to them saying, hey, I love what your firm's doing, or I love what your business is doing, whatever your product or service is, if you have a potential clientele or you're, you have a potential client that you want to reach out to, look into what they're doing, you know, compliment them uh, and then just try and get on a call with them and hear, hear them out, hear what their goals are. And then maybe see if there's synergies or there's some alignment. But I think the, the cold outreach and the cold emails are essential, but don't just immediately try and go in for the sale. Like you want to build a relationship. You want to see how you could potentially fit in, not just tell them, Oh, I can fit in. Mm -hmm. uh, and another example I have with this is one of our recent clients that we signed on, 
he is an entrepreneur. He's an attorney. He does, he's a professor. He does a, a multitude of things. And I just wanted to connect with him and learn about all the different visions he has for himself and the goals that he has. Cause at the end of the day, our services are there just to help people, you know, manage their lives, make things, take a few things off their plate. And so through the course of the conversation, he started realizing that he could potentially use our services to help him achieve one of his goals. And I was able to kind of fit our, 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 you know, interests together and align them just by hearing him out and hearing what he wants to do with his business, with his practice and with his life in general. So, and at the end of the day, you, you just build a relationship. It's a people, you know, we live in a people business, 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 customer, B2B, B2C. It's all, you know, it's just human relationships, human interactions. And at the end of the day, people want to work with other people that they trust. So building mm-hmm. that trust is key before you try to make a sale. Yeah. In my opinion. It, it boils down to two things. C- customers want to be heard. Right. And they don't want to be sold to. Exactly. I mean, I think it, in business in general, if you can just grasp those two things, right. then you're pretty much golden. Um, the fourth and final point you have here, and this is a little bit easier said than done. So give us some right. ideas for this but go above and beyond for each customer. Mm -hmm. Um, So does that mean, let's say you have a service and you kind of keep a couple of things hidden and give them to them every single time, or is it for a couple of clients here and there? What What do you do here? So this is particularly catered to a business like mine where it's a service-based business. And what I meant in for specifically for gig law, what I tell our students is go above and beyond. If someone wants a research assignment and they ask for six to nine case, cases that they can use to include an emotion that they're drafting, don't provide them with six, provide them with nine. Include that extra analysis. Just you know, go that extra mile to show them that you care about the work product that you're delivering to them. And so obviously that that's not applicable. That particular, you know, advice is not applicable to every single type of business. But I think it's also, you know, going above and beyond also means being compassionate, understanding that sometimes, uh, let's say, a client is uh, is tough on money and one month you can just give them a little discount or something that I think is also an example of going above and beyond and showing that you're human. You're not just in it for the money. You care about the relationship and wanting to help them. And I think, um, yeah, I think that going above and beyond, not only for your customers, but just in every relationship in your life, just always put your best self forward and, you know, don't always look for something. Don't always be taking also offer to give and just see ways that you can help people. Even if it's just like, Hey, I, I can't personally help you, but I can refer you to this person who can help you. Or why don't you try out this product that this might be able to be better for you. And so that, I just think there are multiple ways where you can go above and beyond just to help your customer and help your clients and help the people in your lives. And I think that's a, an important thing that a lot of people need to realize that just don't go for your own self-interest, like look to help people. Mm -hmm. And you know, you might get overwhelmed with trying to think that you need to do everything for everybody, but it boils down to it's the thought that counts. And even something as simple as you're not really the best fit for us, but here is someone that can help you. Um, I think that really makes you stand out, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I think referrals and just, it, again, it just goes into your reputation, which you were saying at first, your reputation is essential and you know, one misstep can really ruin it. And you just want to always be someone who people think about as a good person, someone who's knowledgeable, who's smart, who's caring, and who is someone that you can trust. And I think that all goes into each of the points we discussed. 
Very cool. Well, Haley, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Can you uh, just close out by sharing where we can find out more about you, whether it's website, social media, where do you hang out? Of course. Yeah. And again, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. If you want to check out our website, it's giglaw.co. We didn't get the .com. Someone in Texas has that domain name (laughs) over there. But um, yeah, so we're giglaw.co on LinkedIn. It's just giglaw. If you want to follow me, it's just my first name, Haley Leviashvili. And uh, on Instagram, we're giglaw. Twitter, we're giglaw with an underscore uh, right at the end. So yeah, that's where you can find us. So cool. Well, Haley, really appreciate it. Great job. And uh, some things that we can all apply to our own businesses. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Small Business Made Simple. If you learned something insightful, actionable, or useful that you're excited to implement in your business, please leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Not only are you helping other future listeners find the show, you're giving them an opportunity to learn something valuable they can implement as well. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe in providing you with the tools you need to stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business.